<laughs> yep. You're, you know what time it is, man. It's time for Social Media's Most Imperfect Perfect Podcast. Social Media's Best Kept Secret. I am Infamous. I'm Freaky V. Your boy Hollywood. And together we make... Definitely in the building for another episode, man. Um, hey, man. Uh, before we jump to the show, let's do what we do at the beginning of each podcast. Let's go ahead and give out all our social media handles. <clears throat> if you're <clears throat> a fan of the podcast and you want to follow the podcast on our social media platforms, uh, Facebook that's These Nuts Official. Also, uh, Instagram These Nuts underscore. Freaky V, how they get in contact with you? Freaky One V on Instagram or Freaky V on Facebook. Hollywood, how they get in contact with you? I am Hollywood Rich underscore on Instagram. Okay. Also, man, if you follow us on Apple Podcasts, please uh, hit the rate button, man. Listen to the podcast, hit the rate button. You know, give us our five stars or three stars. If you listen to us on Spotify, I don't think Spotify got ratings, but, you know, we'll, it's obvious that you guys are listening to on those I most listened to um <clears throat> platforms. So we appreciate Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and uh, Anchorage for uh, allowing us to be on their platform. So <clears throat> with that being said, man, we have a lot of shit to talk about, man. Um, <clears throat> where would you guys like to talk? Since we got a lot to talk about on this podcast, <clears throat> where would where, you guys like to start? <clears throat> Freaky V. Take off. Wherever you take off at, bro. Well, let's talk about the hot button topic right now. All right. And you know, this podcast ain't really predicated on politics or nothing like that, but it's it's just something that I felt like, you know, we will have to briefly touch upon before we move into our normal topics. So, um Freaky V, I know I mean you you in the politics and things of that nature. What how how did you feel about the good old boys rushing the uh, U.S. Capitol. Mm, I had mixed emotions about that shit. Okay. Uh, a part of me was like, not my circus, not my monkey. Not my monkey, not <laughs> my circus. Uh, I really ain't give a fuck. Uh, and then it was a portion of me that was like, uh, you know, watching that shit, like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening here? You know, like Mm -hmm. I I really I really wasn't surprised because, you know, for the past four years, number 45 has been, you know, with the shits. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's shown us exactly who the fuck he was. He said what the fuck he said. Uh, I don't understand why this came as a surprise. What what really was a surprise for me, how he was able to pull this shit off. Um, I was definitely perturbed about the fact that if it had been you know, what's all over the news media outlets now, if it had been a, you know, Black Lives Matter uh, protest or just from mm-hmm. any other uh, race other than mm-hmm. white privilege at its finest, then, you know, shit would have been a whole lot different. Ain't no way in the fuck we would have been able to get into that goddamn uh, capital or whatever. But at the same time, when you really, when you really look into you know, uh, the politics of really the good old boys or the, or the proud boys, if you really look at it now after the fact, really, uh, so many people are CEOs. Uh, they're being identified in, in 
and uh, fired and shit like that or whatever, you know, because of good old social media. Uh, the FBI's of social media, I call them, will find your motherfucking ass. If they got a picture some kind of way, them bitches gonna come up and say something. You know, no, they so... They found three of them. Yeah, they found a lot of people, bro. It's like, it's, it's a whole lot of people that's been fired. Uh, you know, no longer getting their pensions. You know, according to... I don't know if they put known for social media or whatever, so their business mm-hmm. don't get fucked up, but... You know, um, these were a lot of the companies are coming out uh, saying, you know, so it's like uh, when people are asking, well, how do you how did they were they able to get into the damn capital? Who the fuck you think opened a damn door? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's they damn people or whatever. Yeah, you, they did break in and shit like that. But how the fuck you going to shoot your own brother and sister or whatever when you knew their ass was coming? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I wasn't really surprised or whatever. You know, I, I honestly think this shit is going to uh, try to jump off on the 20th. Um, you know, I, I'm definitely going to be watching. I think it's the whole world will be watching to see what the fuck is going to happen. I don't think it's going to be a normal uh, inauguration, you know, because Joe Biden and, and, and Mrs. Biden can't uh, as well as um, Kamala Harris, they can't walk down the street like the Obamas did or whatever and mm-hmm. shit like that, you know, and, and it'd be business as usual. There's some sick, sick fuckos out here, you know, that's, that's going to be willing to have their 30 seconds of fame, so to say, online if they, you know, they try to do something, you know. So mm-hmm. what can you okay. say, bro? You know. Okay. What you think, Hollywood? I mean, is this shit really politics, man? Or is it just a a, a few white people or a bunch of white people being mad because (laughs) they see see the end coming for they, you know, reigning of of supremacy? You know what I'm saying? But I had a a couple feelings about this shit. At first, I really didn't give a fuck, man. I was just, I mean, this shit ain't got nothing to do with us. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I was pissed off because, um, you know, after you know, after I thought about it for a while, I'm like, if that was a bunch of black people, what, what would have took place? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel that they would have had us stacked on top of each other. You know what I'm saying? Did mm-hmm. if we would have ran in there like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I thought like that shit had to be staged, bro, because when we had the protests and uh in front of the White House. Mm-hmm. They had the National Guard, the Coast Guard, every motherfucking mm-hmm. guard you can you can find. They had them <laughs> in place. Life you know God. what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just um, feel like you know they 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 feel like this shit is coming to an end, and they're doing. It's like they're desperate right now. They're doing anything possible to try to stay on top. But like I say, mm-hmm. this shit coming to an end, and they see it. Mm-hmm. Um. It's so many layers to this that I like to speak on from um, just the world and how I've seen it. Um, I agree with you guys 100% about, you know, we all, we ain't going to say, we know what would have happened if Black Lives, if that was Black Lives Matter uh, protesters. We're not going to act like we don't know. We know. And my whole thing with is this, bro. That was a cult, bro. That was a cult. He galvanized 
his coat. Like, if you, they suspended his Twitter, right? If you, I follow Trump just because I like to hear the wild shit that he be saying. You know what I mean? He had already told him to meet on January 6th. So going, so going on with Freaky V's theory, that's, and Hollywood's theory, bro, that was already in the workings. It's no way ordinary people could just, listen, it's two places in this world I don't think you just can run up in. The White House and the U.S. Capitol. There's no way you just finna run up in, in there, bro. So he gave the order to let him in. And they let them in. They was taking pictures with some of the police officers that was the security people. But, but that's Which is crazy people, shit. That's, that's crazy. That's they motherfucking people. You understand? I get it. So so he let them in. Now, let's talk about the white girl who got shot. I forgot her name. I think it's, if I'm not, I don't have a paper in front of me. I think it's, her name is Amy or something of that nature. Something with a oh, hot crazy. Can you look it up? That bitch name yeah, is it, it don't matter, bro. It don't, it don't, it don't matter. That now, Karen's with the rest of them crackers, but go ahead. The funny part about it is this bitch was a uh a Air Force. She was a bitch. part of uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yes. So my thing is, either. But go ahead. So, so my whole thing about it is you got mad at Carlin Kaepernick for kneeling. And what y'all white people gonna have to stop doing is using patriotism as a code word for racism. Because mm-hmm. that's all that shit is. Mm-hmm. You can't tell yeah, me as an American. Huh? I see you saying something when you said that. But, but go ahead. Bro, mm-hmm. y'all have to stop using those words to decode us black people. We know exactly what you mean when you say patriot. If mm-hmm. you're a diehard American and you truly believe in the the liberties that this country gives to everybody, it's no way you can sit there and say you were cool with radicals, terrorists running to the U.S. Capitol, walking around the U.S. Capitol with co- Confederate flags and nooses and shit. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Let's. We're not even finna do that, man. And I want this is. And I want us as black people to stop saying because I listen to a lot of prominent black people, like you know, and they always say. You know, we just want, we want you guys to hear what we saying. Mm-hmm. Bro, let's stop that. They see it. They just don't give a fuck. They don't care. I, I mean, what can we do more as people, as black people, than to, you know, be as nice as we could be? And black people are the most forgiving race on the earth, bro. Like, think about the shit that we've been just allowing people to come back in after they don't turn their back on us, bro. Like, from our celebrities, like OJ, like, if y'all watch the OJ uh, documentary, OJ didn't want to fuck with black people, period. At all. And then as soon as he got into the situation, now this nigga at all the black churches and hallelujah, Jesus, this, da-da-da, that. I mean, even to recent, like, we turned out, Kanye was saying all this black, uh, uh, slavery was an option and black people... He dropped a couple of albums and y'all went right back to this nigga, man. So well, I, I vote, I vote. You know the the black delegation. Uh, we we been traded Kanye for Ellen DeGeneres a long time ago. So <laughs> Ellen, yeah, Ellen. We like Ellen. All that bullshit they talking about now, that shit don't phase me. 
or whatever. I, I love Ellen DeGeneres motherfucking ass. Yeah, she has definitely been one of my black sisters slash brothers, however you want to put it, uh, you know, for a very long time. I love her. Fuck Kanye. He can't, he can't come back. I feel you. So it's just, for me, I, I'm to a point to where us as black people and, and, and minorities, when are we going to stop expecting them to understand? They not. They you know what? Don't understand, bro. I don't really give a fuck if you understand. I, that's right. that's my mindset at this particular point. I just want you to respect me. Because I respect you and how you feel. That's how you were raised mm-hmm. and you can't break that shit. Okay, that's fine. I respect mm-hmm. you. You know, but as long as you reciprocate that shit to me. I have my beliefs. You have your beliefs. And we can mm-hmm. agree to disagree. I ain't got to be your motherfucking buddy. But what you're not going to mm-hmm. do is, you know, disrespect me. You're not going to call me out my name. And you definitely that all that spitting shit and all that and putting your hands on me. Okay, no, no, no. We're not, we not going to do that. Really, I, I, I could take you calling me a nigga. Because I know that that's you. I can't. No, I can't. Because <laughs> I can't. I'm going to tell you. Because it's used to provoke. It, knowing that that's kind of a a, a well, that song, shit, you a call me a nigga. That shit gonna work every no, time. I, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna respond to that shit to allow me to hit you first because that's what the fuck you looking for. You understand? Mm-hmm. Every it's video footage everywhere. I'm, I'm I want the video and the audio to be known that I ain't respond to you calling me no motherfucker nigga. But when the video shows that you put your motherfucking saliva on me. Bitch, you dead. And we're not calling the police for no motherfucking come get him. You know, it's a fight. No, call the motherfucking coroner. Because that bitch gonna die. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm gonna break that motherfucking neck. I, we okay. need to start sending a goddamn message. Call me a nigga if you want to. <laughs> my, my Arizona can ready, goddammit. <laughs> It's ready, goddammit. Okay, oh, hold on. Okay, just, just go off topic. What was the big thing about? Because I've been off social media for a while. What was the big thing with the twisted tea? Because I see it everywhere. What, what, what was the deal with that? The white dude called the black dude a racist, and he got slapped with a can of twisted tea. That's it's simple. He called. Oh, oh, well, I didn't know, bro. My bad. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. My can, my 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 can ready. I'm going to take video infamous okay. after the, the podcast so you can see the whole, okay. you know, now you can catch up. Bro, I just yeah. found out about that shit. That shit is hilarious. Last week, two weeks ago, I had to have somebody, you know, put me up on game because I was like, what the fuck is it with yeah. this Twisted Teeth bullshit? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah, I, well, well, I guess he twisted his, his teeth. <laughs> Man, that, he, bust, he, bust a, he bust a can open on his fucking face, dog. You gotta see it. Bro, right, do you know how hard it is to, to open that goddamn can like that? <laughs> you 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 could drop that can on the on the ground and it's not really gonna bust open. So you know not how like that. to hit somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, you, you know, but to go back to what I was saying originally, man, listen. What Trump did was no different from what Charles, uh, what was the dude that had the coat back in the seventies, Charles, Charles Manson? Uh, it's the same. Yeah, he had a he bro. had a coat. Yeah. No, that was coat, bro. Like these but, people. Hold see, on, hold on, hold on. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what the wild part was for me, though. It's like motherfuckers was taking pictures in office. Like, motherfuckers is taking selfies, bro. Like, you know that. They, and you put this shit up on your social media. And yeah. now the FBI put your name out. And they come to pick your ass up. Like, the dude that, though, the funniest shit I read, though, is the dude, he was trying to steal a portrait off of the wall. I forgot who, who, who of it, it was. But he had a taser in his pocket. And when he reached up to grab the picture, the taser tased it. It tased his uh his testicles, right? The nigga fell on the ground, but the way that he fell, he kept tasering himself, Hollywood, until the nigga had a a heart attack. So I'm like, ain't that calm like that a was, motherfucker? Yeah, that was God. <laughs> that was God. That 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 was God, Hollywood. Why you thinking with God, bro? That was crazy. No, they ain't not doing all that stupid shit, man. Come on, man. They supposed to yeah. that dog. When you really look at that shit, they mm-hmm. supposed to shot most of them people, bro. Yes. And we wouldn't have had a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Nope. For y'all mm-hmm. to just be let in like that, mm-hmm. motherfuckers stealing portraits and and, and shit yep. like that, taking selfies, sitting that people, oh yeah, dancing all this shit. shit. Come on, man. That's that's karma, dog. That's 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 God. <laughs> Since they ain't gonna do shit, since they ain't gonna do nothing, I'm gonna do it. Yes, sir. Listen, the damn, the the see, the people are speaking out. I'm gonna show you how stupid they ass is. Like, I think this is a learning experience, really. Like, if black if black lives matter want to take some notes off of this shit, this time to do it, right? These motherfuckers are now talking to say what the plan was. The majority mm-hmm. of the people that were arrested. Um, once they did the, the log, their address, they weren't even, I'm talking about 75% of them, and that number might be low, uh, mm-hmm. were not even from that area. So no, now, not. as the days went by, some of the radicals from Miami said that they had enough time, they had enough notice to get together uh, and plan at least five days before. They had five busloads of number 45 supporters to take a trip up to Washington. So you know that means that, first of all, we got to put the word out there. You got to get mm-hmm. your money together. We, hey, we, we charging $20, you know, for a bus ride or whatever. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we need to meet at Golden Glades. Bring y'all ass mm-hmm. and bring y'all shit. We're going to throw it up onto the bus and we're going to, you know, haul ass. You got to plan, you got to have time to plan shit like that. You understand what I'm saying? So this ain't no, mm-hmm. oh, we just going to all meet up because we just all on one accord. No, that shit wasn't by, you know, circumstance. And the people who haven't gotten caught are talking to the media and letting them know. You know, so that's mm-hmm. how they getting fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like to say, no, hey, but a lot of them, but, but but a lot of them was posting up. Like the dude posted a picture, and that was uh Nancy Pelosi's office with his yeah, seat he got up. up. He they got picked arrested. his ass up. They right. picked the, the nigga the, up who was walking around the uh cheesing with the uh the podium stand. The damn podium. That, that, that nigga was from Florida. I mean, that nigga. That dude was from Florida. <laughs> He One tried, dude was in. He tried to go home and shave though, dog. Did you see his damn uh? His mugshot, that nigga looked totally different. Man, they picked one dude up from the trailer park. No, they picked one dude up from the trailer park, and his grandma was, look, listen. 
These what, are, what, are, but what, but what are they really going to do to these people, dog? Community service? Like, what the fuck? No, 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 What's no, no. See, What's the punishment? See, okay, this is the irony of it. Mm-hmm. Trump issued a, 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 a law, I think it was in October or August, where any damage to a federal building and things of that nature can cost you up to 10 years in prison. Which was supposed to be designed to silence Black Lives Matter. Black, yeah, yeah. Right, so, right. And, and then I'm going to tell you what's the crazy part about all this shit is this nigga brainwashed y'all so to the point to where you buy, you can you can receive 10 years in federal prison and this nigga can't even much pardon you no more. He can't help you because he ain't even going to be in office. So you literally altered your whole life because you truly believed in that dumb yeah, shit that but, he was saying. Bro, but a lot of a lot of the motherfuckers who are going to be placing judgment on these people are still racist their damn self. And it's up to okay. 10 years. So that's anything in between. I can give you motherfucking time served if you, you spend a couple hours in the county jail. Like, yeah. Basically, there's no justice for what took place. But, but if you are really um about... um. Cause let's be honest, bro. That was terrorism. That was domestic terrorism. Like what they did was, nigga. Like you could be killed for shit like what they just did, bro. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, like if you want to be that severe, you can. Like that's treason. That's a whole bunch of shit that they did, bro. So it all comes down to what judge they got, what how judge you they were, hey. and what attorney they get. Like the. Let's not get it twisted, bro. The good old boy system is still in effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, um, but what I am optimistic about is now that um, uh, they turned Georgia into a blue state. Let's see what Biden and Kamara Harris gonna do because they have the house. Kamala, 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 Kamala. What have you said, name? Miss Harris. I'm gonna just call her Miss Harris. Okay. We gonna um. We're going to see what they're going to do, bro, because they have the power to do what they want now. They have the Senate. Mm-hmm. And they got the House. So, and this lets you we know. We thought that same shit about Obama, so we're going to see. But we never no, had. No, but Obama never had both. He never had both. The last president to have both was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Correct. I think he's the last one to have the both houses. So, we're going to see, bro. And, um. We're just going to make it do what it do, bro. I don't really want to uh, dive too much on this. So, you know, in closing remarks, Freaky V. I do want to say one more thing. If okay. it was, if, if uh, I could only imagine, I, I, I'd really be willing to pay a lot of money for a tell-all book from. Oh, it's coming. This going to be a movie. Uh, what's, what's her name? Hillary Clinton. Because oh. if, 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 if I told y'all motherfuckers was a person, she'd she supposed to child for that shit at this point. Because mm-hmm. we let we let her down. We let America down when we didn't vote for somebody who had the experience or whatever. You understand? Mm-hmm. And of course that goes back into and I'm gonna throw this out here and I ain't gonna we ain't gonna deal no more with it, but this goes this goes back to, you know, white men who think that women aren't capable of leading a country. You can't just like bitch, you can't run my household, let alone run uh the mm. whole goddamn US. You understand what I'm saying? So this mm-hmm. is how this motherfucker got 
voted in on top of that shit. You know, if it was like, these are our only options, no, nah, we ain't doing this shit. We'll take this motherfucker, you know, or whatever. So really a part of me, and I said this four years ago, a part of me really wanted to see number 45 run, you know, get elected just so this shit can happen and y'all can see what the fuck happens when, because it wasn't just number 45 by himself now. You know, everybody had a part to do with this. Just because some motherfuckers mm-hmm. resigning and y'all quitting and all that shit. Nah, fuck y'all too. Mm-hmm. You know, because y'all ain't this motherfucker on. You know what I'm I, saying? I knew that shit was coming to an end when Pence turned his back on them. Like, they know, bro. First they of all, Pence Ben turned his back on them. Like, Pence was, was, was always a quiet motherfucker, always in the shadows, you know, just to do and get paid and do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. He knew number 45 was full of shit from the beginning. You understand? Mm-hmm. If you really look at how Biden was with Obama, that motherfuckers was out there. Every time you seen mm-hmm. one, you seen the other. They was all, they had that, mm-hmm. even they got to the point they had a bromance and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So where yeah. the fuck was them two together? You know, so bro, mm-hmm. like... In my closing remarks, I'm going to say this on this topic, and then Hollywood, if you want to speak on it, you can. Just... Wait around for the movie. This is a movie. Oh, this finna be a movie. They finna make a movie about this shit, bro. Because it's a part of history. Everything that has this happened. This finna be a movie made up, bro. And that's all I got to say. Hollywood, what you got to say? That's next it? topic. Yeah. Okay, next topic. <laughs> hey, okay. Um, I put this up in the group chat, and I seen a lot of, you know, a lot of women had the same perspective that Freaky V had, right? And um, we kind of touched on it briefly. Um, first of all, I want to say um, we give our um, we sending out a well wishes to uh, Dr. Dre. Um, I've oh, seen that he's yeah. making a, a speedy recovery, right? Um, for for uh, you guys that don't know, I think earlier this week uh, Dr. Dre had an aneurysm, right? And social media took off. The black women came in droves. Goddamn it! Oh, that's karma. That's karma. That's karma. That's karma. See, God don't like ugly. God don't like oh, ugly. Oh, my God. I Man, think that please. that was some... <laughs> Hollywood, okay. Take off, Hollywood. Take why, off. The, why, why is it karma? Like, because I'm not giving you $2 million a month. Like, I, I don't understand this shit, man. Yes. Like, you got all the cars you need. You got the houses yes. you need. Uh-huh. I'm willing to pay something. I'm just not willing to give you two million dollars a month. Yes. And then when you look at the shit that she listed as necessities, yeah, it's all bullshit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. This motherfucker need hundreds of thousands of dollars just for entertainment. Like, the fuck? Who coming? Who? who what you doing? A uh, Beyonce concert? I mean, what, what what's going on? <laughs> I just uh-huh. don't understand that shit, man. And, and, and women can't make me understand that. Oh, I agree with you, Hollywood. My whole thing is this, though. Don't put karma on a person's uh, health. Like, at the end of the day, bro, we, we don't know what caused Dr. Dre to want to divorce his wife. Because obviously they had some type of union if he had her name on everything. And then he started suddenly taking thing, her name off of things. And... You know, I just, for me, man, I just, I don't wish bad health on people. 
because of, you know, what social media or what's being put out. Because, you know, at the end of the day, Dre looks like he's a healthy person. You know what I mean? He seems right. like he work out and he take care of himself. So, man, this shit is stressful, bro. And I think that that's what cause you to have an aneurysm. Right. Exactly. So, and then later on, he did release that he was gonna give her the two million dollars one time. You know what I mean? So that let that's me know fine. that this is that's where his stress is coming from. It's not coming from nothing else. It's this, and you know what I mean. Black women just automatically just, oh, man, that's coming. See, you know, he treated black women. You know what he's done to black women. And, you know, just the shit he got going on. That's God telling him about his wife. How the f- man, come on, man. Stop that. Stop that shit, bro. Stop that shit. Because y'all don't know. Like, we don't know what caused this nigga to really want to divorce. Because, again, we only see in the surface part of the, the scenario. Who knows what really caused them two to break the fuck up? They was married for a long fucking time. But because he put himself in a position to not have to give her half all the shit that he owned, now he's a jerk. Right. But y'all wasn't saying this same shit when Mary J. Blige was beefing with her fucking husband. And he Talk about it, half. nigga. Then the nigga wasn't shit, but guess what? He helped Mary J. Blige because he was Mary J. Blige's manager. manager. So it wasn't Talk like he, it. Didn't, he wasn't bringing nothing to the table. But again... A man is looked down upon if he's with a woman that's successful and they divorce and he won't have to. Everybody's, oh, he a nut-ass nigga. Nigga supposed to be out there, get it, go get it on their own. But when the roles is vice versa, so in any Equality, ladies, equality. The the nigga going to be the, you going to be the bad guy no matter what. In in any scenario, the man going to always get the short end of the stick. That's just like it's to be a meme going on Facebook where... A dude, I mean, on social media, where a dude was working at McDonald's and a girl was working at McDonald's, and the caption was, uh, oh, I can't fuck with a nigga that work at McDonald's, but the caption of the girl was, oh, a hard-working mama trying to take care of her kids. And I'm like, what? Like, huh? Like, what the... F- whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. So, again, for me, you know what I mean? I know Freaky V gonna come with this wild-ass scenarios and shit like that, but just face value from what I see. I can't really speak upon it, but I wish that people would stop uh, trying to put the man's health on because he uh, he don't want to give his wife $2 million a month. So go ahead, Freaky V. All right. So I, I appreciate y'all input. Let, let's break this down for all the points that you made because you was all over the place. So let's start with the $2 million. So for mm-hmm. me, me personally, it was not about the two million dollars. What really pissed me off with Dre, with the the uh, divorce and things with his wife, was all of the um, the hard ass work that he did to remove her name from everything because he mm-hmm. was putting himself in position, like you said, not to pay her half. And I thought that was the devious well, part. Uh, well, what happened? What happened for him to have that mindset to start moving shit around? That's my point. That's the why. Okay, that's the why. I, wait a minute. You said we don't get. We don't know what happened with their relationship, and I don't give a fuck what happened with the relationship. What I do know is him, which they both agreed on, that Dre came back. He said at one point, "I want a divorce." When she mm-hmm. started talking, okay, well, fine, let me holler at my attorney. 
Then Dre mm-hmm. came back and was like, well, no, we're going to work this out. You know, he was kissing her ass. They was traveling again. She was under the impression that they were mm-hmm. going to be one big-ass happy family. But Dre mm-hmm. was using that time and that opportunity to remove her name from My some man. things. Okay, well, hey, that's your opinion. To me, that's a deep no, that motherfucker. Listen, she, she recently been found clearing out accounts. For what? Mm-hmm. If, if I would clear out a motherfucking account, too, if this nigga removing my name from shit that for years that I didn't have any idea was being done. So when I'm saying, hey, my name is, I have rights to this, that, and third, and when they pull up paperwork, Man, uh, it's bro. like, no, you don't. You understand? Know it's like, but it's I obvious that this lady has a spending habit. It's it obvious. What the fuck? Y'all going into too, into too many particulars. That was they mother. That was his motherfucking wife. Whether you feel like she didn't do shit or whatever, I feel like a woman in that situation. You got to pull up with a lot of shit behind. What happened behind closed doors? We don't know anything about, right? I just felt it was real devious of Dre to go back and try to remove her name from all this paperwork. You on oh no, I don't owe you shit or whatever. The two million dollars that shit. Wasn't that was never an issue for me? It was the behind the scenes of all the deepest shit that he did. But that's but, why. Okay, I but that shit. Okay, but okay, but your issue that's is. Why I feel like I feel like because of all of that deviousness and all the hard work that he really had to put in to try to, you know, I don't name and all that type of shit. Then all of that, which you agree with, all of that is stressful. You trying to do all this double work. To make sure she don't get no goddamn bread or whatever. No, 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 See, that's what we gonna disagree. I don't think Dre don't want to give her no money. I don't think that he does it. I don't think that he wants to get. If he ain't have no problem with giving her no bread, why the fuck is he going through all of this shit to try to remove her motherfucking name? Because he know that she gonna be. She's entitled to this. Hold on, Hollywood. Freaky V, you do know that Dr. Dre got a, a fucking uh, prenup with her, right? That's let, right. that, like, right. it doesn't matter. Bro, like, it do matter. No, it don't. If, no, it if, don't. If it didn't matter, he wouldn't go through the process of removing a name. We're going to stick with that shit. I don't care how much you agree or you all, y'all ain't got feelings about that shit. No, 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 because. No, no, because, because no, no, because, no, because, because he knows that if it's left, then she will be entitled. The moment that she starts saying, okay, don't want to be with me, let me talk to my attorney, then that motherfucker did a whole 360. That motherfucker did a quick fucking turnaround. Nah, boo, we straight, we gonna be whatever. But behind closed doors, he was talking to his attorney. Do your fucking My man. I'm not making this My shit man. up. Hey, All I'm saying man. is this. Y'all the get in. The women gonna be behind that shit. The niggas gonna be behind Drake because we all. No, 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 like For niggas to be giving bitches. No, 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 no. Like my whole thing with it is. My, my whole thing with it is that, you know, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, pretty much Drake. Drake's in the captain seat. He do what he wants. Like everything is in his favor. Now, I think the problem between them two is coming to a common ground of what you should get. I'm not I don't never think that Drake telling her 
no, I'm not giving you nothing. I don't think that's what it is. I it's think not you a matter number. of what you're giving me. It's what the fuck yeah. I'm. No, 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 no. If you didn't bring nothing to the table, it's what I, what we but come to. But you keep a, saying that shit, bro. After you marry, once you marry, no. and I help you, you don't know what, what did she help him do. But you don't know what ideas she helped him that they bounced off of each other. Just because it's not publicly that, oh, yeah, I helped Drake. If you laying in the bed and you enduring pillow talking all that shit, babe, I'm thinking about doing this or whatever. I'm just having a mental blockage. I don't know what to do with that shit. And she come and say, well, babe, why don't you just do A, B, and C? And he tried that shit, and that shit worked. And his dad gave Put it on paper then. Income. Put it on paper. How did... No, no. But the thing is, like, when you how, okay, when you, then how, um, when you how did Dre become a billionaire? With your man, then it's He's like you don't really feel like. Hold on, Freaky V, Freaky V, Freaky V. How did Dre become a billionaire? It wasn't between because his of his music. music. That was his him music, and Jimmy Iovine came. Jimmy came to Drake about starting, I think, a clothing line or some shit like that, and Dre was like, "Bro, I wear the same shit. I don't know nothing about clothes." Jimmy IV went back, came back with an idea where Drace, you know about studio. Let's get these headsets, these headphones. He may have went back to his wife and say, hey, Jimmy coming to me with an idea about headphones or whatever, whatever. Yay, nay, what you think? She could have signed off. She could have said, yeah, no, whatever. My whole thing about the whole thing is whatever idea that she came to did not make Dr. Dre a billionaire. Now, that's not what I'm saying. She's not I asking just, for no Freaky bills. Freaky let me finish. I, I listen to you. Okay, I'm not okay. saying that she's not entitled to nothing. Freaky no, you that's are what saying, I'm not saying. You are saying no, that she's not entitled. I've never said that she wasn't entitled to nothing. What you I'm say saying she, is. He should be giving her something. I'm not because, saying what the you should be giving me. I'm saying what the fuck because I'm Because Freaky V, what, what Dr. Dre's income to her income is not the same. It's not. Even though we married, see, y'all looking at this from, okay. I'm, huh? I'm not going to argue about this shit. We can talk about it. I just don't I'm, give a fuck. I'm not arguing with you, to be honest with you. I mean, we just got a difference of opinions. And yeah, my opinion is. You have a difference of opinion. Because niggas going to feel like, like Hollywood said, that's a smart man if he removing her name from the shit or whatever. Oh, yeah. He he, yeah he's, a, he's a genius. I'm not listen. Listen, Hollywood, listen. Hollywood is entitled to his own feelings and how he viewed the situation. That's how he feel. That's how he feel. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying that Dr. Dre shouldn't get his lady nothing. What I'm saying is, they should come to a reasonable amount of money. Whatever that reasonable amount of money, they ain't at that point yet. Because she's asking for something that Dr. Dre don't feel like she deserves. So, However you try to categorize, they was pillow talking or whatever, it's still Dre's decision. Dre put himself in position where he controls how shit goes. Until he gets to, if it's 150 million, if it's 200 million, whatever. If Dre feels like that ain't what he feels that she should get, this where all this shit coming from. Because if it was, a, if, I guarantee you, she came to Dre and be like, hey Dre, listen. You give me this house, this car, you give me 175 million out of the one billion. Drake probably would have been signed off on that shit. It's going off her list. She wants some astronomical shit. And he's but not so finna did, do that. So did, so did Mary J. Blige's husband, but y'all motherfuckers was all behind his shit. Okay, but what did Mary J. Blige's husband do though? He was her manager. He brought something to the table. He brought something to the table financially. 
But his list, he was asking for monthly. If y'all want to stick to the $2 million, the list that Mary J. Blige's husband was asking for was stupidity. And niggas even was like, Was it $2 million a month? Let him go. Was it $2 million a month? But you you talking apples and oranges. Mary J. No, I'm not. Mary J. Blige ain't got the money that Drake got. Come on, bro. What the fuck we talking about? I'm not knocking that. But what I'm saying is, Mary it J. Blige's husband brought something to the table. He bring nothing to the table? I'm not saying that. This, this, so, Dre White didn't bring nothing to the table, bro? Do you have to have an official motherfucking title to bring something to the table? That's what I'm saying. If we're going to go in this relationship as a motherfucking business, then everything that I say that come to fruition for you, well, we're going to sign this shit. We're going to put it in paper. But because she didn't do that and she trusted that nigga as her motherfucking man, and we just don't, hey, if you value my opinion, I think you should go for it. I think you should do okay. that. That's adding value. Go, that is bringing Okay, but going off your scenario, if I put everything in our name, then what happened to make me take your name out of this shit? See, that's the part where you keep skipping because, over. No, I'm not skipping over that at yes, all. you are. That's the basis of my shit. The reason that he was going and being devious to remove her name was because he realized as a businessman, because her names are on this paper, she is entitled to what the fuck she asking for. It don't matter whether I agree or not. So once she started talking dollars and cents, then all of a sudden that nigga was like, oh, this bitch might have somebody in her ear. Let me go ahead and kiss this bitch ass until I can get this motherfucking paperwork together. So I'm not skipping over that shit at all. But y'all think that that's a great business move, but that wasn't, a, I don't think that was his decision to make without her. He did that shit to be devious because she was entitled. Not what the fuck he thinks she deserved. She was entitled because her name was on the documents. Like, how's that not making sense? Like, I mean, but her name, okay, her name could be on the documents, but, but at the end of the day, she signed a prenup. So when all this shit said and done, prenup is, is clad, clad, if, I don't give a fuck how much money if, you if, make. If it was just that cut and dry, we wouldn't even be talking about it. For, obviously, obviously, it is cut and dry. If because, it was cut and dry, we wouldn't even need to go to court. We're going to court to say, this is what the fuck you're entitled to. This is I don't, get it. And me personally... It. I mean, me personally, I don't think Dre is just going to give her what's in. He might be. Listen, just because you're going through a divorce, don't mean you have to be bitter enemies with each other. We don't that have to be beefing with each other. But listen, if you go behind her back and you hire attorneys to, to create freaky new v, documents v, to remove her right. Freaky V, it's levels to this shit, right? So let's be honest. It's, it's people that get tacked. The president got tax breaks that the average millionaire don't get. They want to well, learn how to do those type things. So for me, it's all about what she, what he thought, like you said, what she was entitled to. Okay, and but he's a breadwinner though. That's, the fuck that's just like in your situation. That's, that's if you became a millionaire, this is a, this bro, you can, you can. Exactly you ain't never got to have this conversation, but that's reality yeah, of what it is, bro. Put me on no motherfucking allowance of what the fuck you think I should have. This is why I work. This is why I got trust issues with a nigga when he talking about I take care of you. No, you're not going to do shit. I'm not going to ask you for shit that I can't do for my motherfucking self. That's it. 
That's exactly why I don't trust man nigga to try to come in and try to. Okay, but know, again, I'm good. even with all that being said, niggas with money gonna always protect their money. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you could be the average Joe Blow nigga, but if you get money, you're going to protect your money. And you're going to protect your assets. That's what everybody does. That's why that's why Jeff Bezos got Amazon headquarters over there in other countries. Because tax write-offs and protecting his money. Right. It and is what it is. Okay. So, okay. his wife's good, too. So, and we wouldn't even know. Why. To, but why did, that? why did he pay her that? Why did he pay her that? And he didn't have a what? He what? And he didn't have a what? I don't know what the fuck he had. Oh yeah, he didn't have a prenup. See, he wasn't he wasn't Jeff Bezos, the, the the second highest richest man in the world, when he married his wife. So yes, that's the difference between Bezos and Dr. Dre. It is what it is. And guess what? He made that money back over again. So again, I listen. All I'm saying is this: behind every like you said, women gonna have their views on it. Men gonna have their views on it. I'm in the middle. I'm not telling Dr. Dre not to give his wife no money. All I'm saying is, I think the amount that she asked for may be more than what he wants to pay. What's wrong with that? I'm not saying that he shouldn't give her nothing. I would never tell a man the the mother of his kids to kick her out and not give her shit, bro. I don't think that's what none of this shit is about. When you drop a list of the wild shit that you want, that lets me know where your head is at. But that's why bro that's making less than a hundred thousand dollars a year. We're talking somebody Freaky Z, you telling me five hundred thousand in entertainment expenses? Bro, it's their lifestyle. I can't even Who imagine the fuck spend five hundred million. Come that's on, Freaky Z now. Nah. You listen, get out that female listen. Yo, yo, yo. And the thing yo. about that shit is, you know good good and hell well she wasn't spending all that money before the, the, the Beast by Dre deal. We don't know what she was spending because they weren't in the lifestyle. He didn't have to know to spend. Listen, their lifestyle is their lifestyle. They might do shit that we damn sure ain't doing. That's for sure. Man, it's obvious that that lady changed after Dre became a billionaire. She wasn't the same motherfucker. The spending spending habits had to change. If I had a That man wasn't spending $2 million on his wife every month. Ain't no way in hell. I'm not going to Walmart if I was a billionaire. I, I'm not yeah, knocking my, that. My attitude would change too. I would be a different freaky me. You could best believe that shit. You understand? Yeah, and that and change after I became a billionaire going to get your ass divorced. And, and that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> For real, nigga, I become a billionaire and all of, all of a sudden you spending you, you spending $2 million a month? Wait, all so bullshit? I, what we wait okay okay hold up so we making more money to still have the volkswagen budget that we came up with if you know good hell well that lady wasn't driving no volkswagen but she damn sure wasn't spending no two million dollars five hundred thousand dollars on entertainment every month are you fucking crazy right now i drive a chevy cruise a 2016 chevy cruise that's what she was driving before the deal that's I'm, i'm gonna use me let me hit this 660 million, not billion, 660 million that's in the mega ball right now. Mm. They, could, they could trash that motherfucking Chevy Cruz. I'm on some other bullshit. I'm on some other shit that I really want. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it's like your spending habits going to be different. So you can't expect 
for somebody to, to go from a millionaire to a billionaire still have a millionaire mindset. That's just not how that works. But, man, that, but, lady, but that, lady was, that lady was flushing money down the fucking toilet. After if that you go back and listen to the video. podcast when we originally discussed this shit, you, you was like, there's no reason to spend that, bro. There's no reason to spend 900000 on fucking in a 60, 100000 on clothes. Like, that's on my budget. I can't fathom $900,000 in one day that you spend it when I don't earn 90, I, I earn what? $60,000, $70,000 and Bro. the fuck? I can even imagine spending $900,000 when I don't bring that shit in. They don't, they don't even make clothes that damn fast for her to spend. Man, listen, man. Every fucking month. <laughs> No, they don't. They don't manufacture fucking clothes that fast for every Listen, month. She's spending fifty to a hundred thousand dollars on clothes every but, month. But you know who spends like that? That we don't have a problem with? Marjorie Harvey spend like that. I don't. Nobody I guarantee you. Like I guarantee you, she don't. Marjorie nah, Harvey spend nah. bread. That I'm not saying that she don't spend bread, but she, she don't spend she's not spending that. She's spending no five hundred thousand dollars a, a, no a month on, cl- on clothes. Five hundred thousand? Them motherfuckers involved in fashion over in fucking France and Italy and shit. That's what Marjorie. Uh, uh, what's the damn daughter name? That's how. What her ass doing? Uh, Steve Junior is doing the same thing too. Five hundred thousand? Nah. Okay. See, Okay. All I'm saying at the top of Steve budget is shopping. Steve ain't but, got Dr. Dre type money. Steve I, ain't got Dr. Dre type money, not, bro. And not I to said, mention not how I much shit, how much shit they get for free. I said yes. at the top of Steve Harvey's budget is Marjorie shopping habits, which include what the fuck Steve wear too. And of course, Hollywood, they do get a lot of shit for free so they can roll them motherfucking credits at the end of Family Feud and say, so-and-so is wearing my suit. So-and-so is my designer. These shoes were so... Of course, they get a whole lot of shit for free, but it's a lot. Marjorie Harvey shops a lot because she don't believe in... Like Oprah, don't believe okay, in... So, okay, so... Okay, let me ask you this question. She had that attitude. Okay, let me ask you this question. In the same dress twice. Hold on, okay. Let me ask you a question. I don't hope this happens, but if Steve Harvey and Marjorie get a divorce, you think Steve Harvey's just gonna be cool with giving he was beefing with his his first baby mama about bread. You think he just gonna get low, uh uh his Marjorie two million dollars a month? I think not. Steve got Steve got a pre prenup, a uh, 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 a beautiful one. And he was beefing with his first baby mama. The little boy he was beefing with her about cash and not want to pay her what she felt like she deserved because she and that same shit you talking about through ideas with Steve and all this shit she done with Steve to help Steve get to and when Steve got on what Steve do Steve hauled ass and they want to get no money go do the research that first son Wilt William or Wilt Wilton whatever his name is I understand all of that same shit it's I the same shit a nigga with money gonna I always protect their money and niggas have a problem with spending money when it no longer works in their favor. And this is what the fuck you see happening. So what do you think she fighting for? You didn't have a problem with me spending this per month or whatever when we was good. Not yeah, I did. That's why I started moving I, shit and, and changing names and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I damn sure had a problem with it. I ain't let you know. Bro, 
But I damn sure I, had a problem with it. Oh, all, all I'm saying, bro, is I don't think five like two million dollars a month. That's a lot of fucking money to get somebody, bro. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of, of fucking you with these motherfuckers. It's millionaires. It's a lot of money to Dre too. It's a lot of money to Dre too. Freaky V, Freaky V, Freak, Freaky V. If two million dollars a month wasn't a lot to him, he'd give it to her. If you do the math, how many millions that yeah. is a month? I mean, a, I mean, in a year. Uh, what, 24 million or some shit like that? Yes, 26 million? In his left pocket 24 million. At any given time. When you're a no. billionaire, billion. 24 Bro. million dollars ain't shit. You're a billionaire. No, 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 no. no. Talking every year for Come life. Come on. That yes. shit ain't happen, How much is he? What is his net worth? What is his net worth? What is he bringing in? What does he that bring don't mean that he had. No, that don't mean he got money. liquid cash like a what billion does, dollars. What, exactly. what does Dre bring in annually? We don't know, we, but okay. We, we, but, we, 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 we look that up and we can discuss it the, the next podcast. What but, but bro, bro listen. Annually I learned this from. I learned this from listening to financial people, bro. They say just because a motherfucker got fifty million dollars, don't mean they got fifty million dollars liquid. You may have fifty million dollars lick um fifty million dollars, but that shit tied up in businesses, that shit tied up in properties, that shit all types shit. A lot of niggas got money, bro, but they don't have liquid cash. Just he because Dre got a billion dollars and okay, let's say he did get a billion. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just going off the beast by Dre. Yeah, he, he, he had eight hundred million right now. He eight hundred million, eight twenty. Because Uncle Sam took forty percent of that when he got that billion. So oh, right. he's worth say that number again, Hollywood. Eight hundred and twenty million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, go point? ahead. I, no, go ahead. I just wanted to hear it. I didn't hear it completely. Go ahead. I mean, what you're saying. all I'm saying is this, bro. At the end of the day, you know, I mean, of course, we 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 could never wrap our mind around two million dollars, but. At some point, I think Dre was like, I can't wrap my mind around two. I don't think he has a pro Listen, if I'm Dre, I always say this on every podcast when we when it comes down to breaking money out with your, with your significant other. Let's come to a point to where you can, because all this shit is about living comfortable. I'm going to give you enough where you can live comfortable. I'm going to give you enough to, uh, I'm going to buy you the house. I'm going to give you one of the houses. I'm going to give you some of the cars. I'm going to give you all that shit, bro. Me, I don't like stress, but I am not under no circumstances finna give you two million dollars a month for for God knows how long. You know what I'm a, really? I'm a fan of. Here's what I'm a fan of. When you look at other people, you don't hear this type of conversation with um, Janet Jackson and Mariah. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. She had this same situation when she no. broke. Go ahead. Yes, she did. Go ahead. She Go had ahead. a prenup. She, she had, she had a prenup with that dude, and then she got out of it just in time to get that payout. Here's what I'm saying. What oh, I'm yeah, saying she absolutely is, did. Yeah, what she I'm absolutely is, did. What I'm saying is Janet Jackson got her own bread because she continued working. Mariah Carey got her own shit because she continued working. You might not have billionaire status anymore. But you still got some shit that you ain't got to worry about a motherfucker giving you not a goddamn Time out, time out, time out, time out. I'm going to give you some feedback. The two people that you used, for example, were horrible as examples. Because Mariah Carey's married... Because Mariah Carey was married to the dude that owned Island Records or some Virgin Records or some shit like that. So she got a nice settlement from that nigga when she divorced him. A real nice one. That's the motherfucker. 
Carolyn and other shit. No, 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 that you are maintaining the same lifestyle that you afforded her 
without her having to go to McDonald's and stand behind oh, that. You're not thank going to no fucking McDonald's off of $150 million, bro. You're that's not. Thank God for a prenup. Bro, hey, 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 but guess what? That's the flaw in the justice system, bro. That's what all this shit. Be, be, because at the end of the yeah, be, you 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 want to know why? Because I'm not taking you from 250 million and I'm giving you a million dollars. That's a dramatic. That's a dramatic change. All I'm saying is okay, from 250, so I'm gonna give you. You're saying that I do have to scale back. You're saying that no, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't listen. If I give you 150 million dollars and you continue to live the lifestyle that you live, and you don't have the income coming in, guess what? That's on you. That's this, well, that's, that's what the because, justice system decides. Because this goes back to what if I, if I wasn't working and you said that you was gonna take care of me, period. Okay, so now we we have a difference of opinion and we're breaking up or whatever. That ain't got mm-hmm. nothing to do with your promise. Your promise was that I was. I going did to take care of you. Lifestyle. I did. Okay, but I, I gave you 150. Still, bro, I gave you 150 million dollars. I'm, I'm just because just I don't give you 250, that's crazy. See, that's the problem with women. See, that's the problem with women. Eddie Murphy went through this same problem with Nicole Murphy. When he broke up with Nicole Murphy, he I'm gave her 70 million. Hold on. All women, because I don't have that motherfucking problem. That's why I take care of me. A nigga could never come We done established that already, Freaky V. We, we, we okay. know you don't need a nigga for nothing, which is cool. But what I'm that's saying it. is. That's it. Don't say that. Just okay, dick. whatever, Dick. Don't say that. Just dick. Eddie Murphy gave Eddie Murphy gave Nicole Murphy seventy million dollars when he divorced. Everybody was like, "Damn, why would he give her that much money?" I thought it was the most smartest thing that a man could do was like, "Okay, get, go ahead and give her a bulk settlement where I ain't got to pay you nothing no more. I ain't got to, I don't owe you no alimony, nothing. I'm gonna give you the seventy million dollars." Now, that may have been half of Eddie's net worth at that time. I don't know because it's been so long ago. But guess what? He gave her that money. She mm-hmm. she made bad investments and she continued living the lifestyle that she was trying to live when she was with Eddie. But guess what? What Eddie went and did, Eddie went and dropped another Shrek movie and made another movie and made that money right back. My point is, I said that I was going to take care of you. We're no longer together. I'm not saying that I'm not going to give you anything to live. I'm going to kick you out on the street. I'm, this is not one of these Tyler Perry movies that we talk about. Well, nigga got money and got everything locked up and now he kick his girl out. She got to go live with her mama. I'm not talking about that. That's fucked up. I don't think no man should do the mother of his kids that way or a woman that he loved previous that way. But what I do say is that I'm going to give you something to live where you don't have to work. If I give you $150 million, you shouldn't have to work. You should still be able to, and I'm going to give you properties and cars that you don't have to pay on. So you still got luxury vehicles and doing the shit that you want to do. But you have to learn how to manage $150 million. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not an advocate for niggas having money and giving a girl nothing. I've never been an advocate of that. Because if I loved you at one point in time and I told you I'm going to take care of you, then I'm a man of my word and I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. Some people look at me crazy when I, Hollywood, when we had this come, bro, you going to give her that much money? I get shown by men all the time by that shit. But guess what? If I told you I was going to take care of you, I'm going to take care of you. And if I give you $150 million, you should be able to live comfortably with $150 fucking million. It's no, I don't have to give you $200. I'm giving you enough to where you don't have no worries. I'm paying the property tax. I pay for the cars. I paid the taxes on the $150 million that I gave you. So you got the $150 million clean. 
What else do you want? That's just being selfish, vindictive. What I'm saying is I agree with everything that you said. What I want to add is I want the fuck I'm entitled to. Whatever means that is, whether it's through my prenup or whatever, the judge and the attorneys come together and say, we feel this is what she's entitled to. That's what the fuck I want. That's Obviously, she don't saying. want what that prenup say. Then that's on them, and that's why they ain't court. So we're going to let what? them work that out. The initial statement was that we think that his aneurysm was a cause to all this stress that he was putting, and I agree with that. I wasn't wishing, I didn't wish anything bad on him. I hate for shit to happen to people, but what I'm saying is, for you made the statement infamous that he's in good health, which I agree, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. So, but we know that technically your health has nothing to do with the stress on your brain. You understand? Okay, so your, your added stress with all of this bullshit is what I believe was contributing to his current health situation. That's all I, I was agree. saying. I think that's what other women were saying. I didn't say, oh, no, that's good for him or whatever and shit like that. I don't do that. But I think the added stress of this situation contributed to him having a brain aneurysm. That's all the fuck we just discussed to come back to say that shit. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to put a bow on that. Um, we're gonna move to the next topic. Uh, me and Freaky V touched about this a long time ago, and it came up on my page. So, I think we, w- I want to talk about it. Um, uh, the statement says, and this came from Vince Sta- uh, Sta- uh, Staples. Uh, for y'all that don't know, Vince Staples is a rapper from California, right? But he put up, uh, if your grandparents ain't have separate bedrooms, they wasn't keeping it real, right? And you know, um. I came from that um, that viewpoint of life. Like it was normal for me uh, to see my grandma and granddaddy. You know, they both had separate bedrooms, and I thought that that was normal. So when it occurred over into my life, I didn't have a problem with it until Freaky V brought it to my attention, and she was like, "Bro, that shit ain't normal." So, um. I guess what I'm asking you guys is, do you think that that's a, um, an abnormal thing, Hollywood, to see? Or were you around your grandparents or were they married or separated when you came along, Hollywood? Both of my grandparents were married. Yes. Okay, uh, did they sleep in the same bedroom? Yeah. That's why I don't, oh. I don't, I have no relation to this question. Uh, uh, I always seen them sleep in the same bed, though. I, 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 that's I rare, know. Hollywood. Both, both sides, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my grandma and granddaddy, they didn't sleep in the same. My granddaddy had a room and my grandma had a room. Now a lot of people was like, you know, a lot of people kept saying, well, you know, how can they be intimate? Da, da, da. Bro, my grandma had ten kids, so sex was definitely not a problem that they had going on. But in my life, when I went through what I was going through, it was normal for me to not even much think about um, me and my wife being in different rooms at the time. Like, it was just like, okay, cool, because it's something that I see. And then my mom not ever letting a man, I never seen my mom date a man. So I, I mean, sitting back and looking at it, I was like, damn, bro, like, damn, I'm fucked up. Like, it's some self-evaluation shit that I had to go do in myself. So, Freaky V, you grew up with your mom and your dad sleeping in the same room. Well, what about your grandparents? Uh, 
honestly, they slept in separate bedrooms. Okay. My parents. They started okay. all sleeping in the same bedroom and then uh, oh well, according to my mom. I don't mm-hmm. know if my dad if my dad really was supportive of that shit. It didn't sound like he was, but of course, uh I grew up in an area in an era where we didn't really discuss why, so to mm-hmm. say. It just is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you just so happen to hear shit here and there, okay, then, you know, you heard it, but that was it. Um, mm-hmm. But my mom and dad were married for, okay, wait, how old am I? I want to say they were married for 43 or 44 years mm-hmm. uh, total, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say maybe for the first 10 years, I want to say, we uh they slept in the same bedroom after that they slept in different bedrooms we i could honestly say i know for sure um the house that i just moved from we were there for well i was there for 18 years so whatever time they passed away three or four years ago they were sleeping in separate rooms my dad had a master bedroom downstairs my mom had a master bedroom upstairs i've never seen them in the same bed in those 18 years now they travel for anniversary and you know vacations and shit like that mm-hmm. um perhaps then they were intimate um mm-hmm. you know but of course that wasn't something that we discussed so i wouldn't know and i wasn't there um, my grandparents mm-hmm. on either side my grandfather uh passed away when I was six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only knew one side. Well, technically, I ain't even met him. I don't even remember him, honestly. But um, I've never seen my grandma with another guy uh, either. Mm-hmm. And I never, you know, seen them sleep in any bed together. So I can only go off of what my parents did. And I didn't agree with that then. That just didn't make any sense to me. Even now, that doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like, and I understand my mom. And is saying, you know, uh, my dad experienced several health issues. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, okay, so he might not have started off snoring in the beginning. Then he was snoring heavily. He had sleep apnea. So, you know, uh, that interrupted her sleep. She was a silent sleeper. Uh, that was one of the, I would say, reasons slash excuses that she used. Um, you know, among some other things, you know, so I do remember my dad having some health issues where at some point in time he had to be hooked up to some type of wires to sleep for some week. They were doing some tests and all that kind of stuff. You know, she became comfortable sleeping in a separate bedroom. She could sleep soundly, do what she wants. She ain't got to worry about my daddy getting up in the middle of the night to go pee and all that type of shit and flushing the toilet, running water, washing hands fluffing pillows to get back in the damn bed. She was like, what the fuck? I don't want to do all of that shit. You know, when I go to bed, I can sleep all night. I don't have to get up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom. Why should I subject myself to these things? Uh, you know, so it was a it was a lot of things that we discussed infamous before, you know, that I shared with Hollywood, you know, periodically. Uh, there were a lot of things that my parents did that I wasn't in agreement with. I do love the way that my, my dad took care of my mom financially. 
uh, I don't necessarily agree with the overall relationship um, that they had, including that fixing that plate bullshit, you know, or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things that I, I, I take from, you know, my mom always was a stickler for working. You know, I'm going to work no matter how much money my dad made. And my dad made six figures. My mama never made six figures or whatever. You know, so my dad was like, okay, well, shit, you know, I got the bread. I support you. I do whatever. You know, um, I'm going to buy whatever I want to buy, you know. And, and, All right. So do you think that that's a healthy thing, though? No. Do, do, do you think that helped their uh, relationship? Bro, you know, that's a thing for me. I don't. I think that's why I can't do traditional relationships because of the way that they change or whatever. I always would feel like I have to juggle a few niggas at a time to get what the fuck I want all the time instead of, you know, sacrificing because we're in a monogamous relationship that I have to, you know, go down this road just because we're married. So, you know, that's for me. You know what I mean? So, 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 so Hollywood, do you think that could help or hinder a relationship from being that you uh, was uh, around um, grandparents and parents that naturally uh, slept with each other. I think it helped, you know, seeing something, you know, a, a healthy relationship. I think mm-hmm. it helped me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To see what the, you know, the, the future could be like. So, yeah, I think it most definitely helped. Mm. Bro, I um, think you're a unicorn in that shit, Hollywood, really, to see both set of grandparents, you know, uh, sleep in the same bed. Like you said, you can't relate. You know, this question yeah, kind because of they, back. they never, like, listening to y'all, y'all saying they basically was trying to, either they fell out of love or they were trying to hide the love because they didn't want to, you know, the kids to see that or whatnot. But mm-hmm. my grandparents, Ooh. they never did. Like, they kissing, they kissing on each other and hugging, and they showed each other Ooh. affection in front of the family. They never tried to hide it. I think he going down the street that I, I kind of want to go down with him. Mm-hmm. He said hiding from the family. Mm-hmm. And um, my antennas went up when he said that. Um, mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more, Hollywood, so I can make sure I totally understand what you're saying? Because I think I understand what you're saying, but I want to make sure. I'm I mean, I felt like, you know. And then, you know, Freaky V parents, you know, uh, 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 her father was a a pastor and church mm-hmm. you know the church always tries to, to you know hide or condemn people mm-hmm. for you know being sexual towards each other or whatever but my grandparents they were also heavy in the church but they never tried to hide the affection that they had for each other you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and they always put it on display they showed us you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and they showed this is how you treat your woman and grandma showed this is how you care for you, you, you do. So mm-hmm. I had that example growing up from them. Mm. Um, I think that's important, uh, Hollywood, yeah. because that gives me a different perspective now of why you have the relationship that you do with your spouse. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Uh, most niggas would be just out here just throwing dick. You know, or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but oh, I, 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 I did that now. Now I understand. I was going to say <laughs> you did have that, that period that you went through. Yeah. But I, that that was that was a a you issue. That wasn't because you weren't exposed. 
that was something uh-huh. that you had to deal with or whatever. But now that you're older yeah. and you're wiser, you can see the value and take some of those examples that you have from both sets of your grandparents that this is really how, you know, you would like, you have an example of a successful marriage, as I call it. Right. But the thing, the, yeah, the thing with me is growing up, the niggas I wanted to be, be like and the niggas I wanted mm-hmm. to hang around, mm. they were nothing like my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? Granddaddy mm-hmm. was lame to me. He was lame to me. This nigga took care yeah. of his family. He went to work every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was the perfect dude. He go to church on Sundays. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to be like that until I grew <laughs> older and I wisened up. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be like my, my cousins. They, you know, got all the girls and, you know, they got all the money and all that shit. But not knowing that shit lead to a dead end on both parts, the getting the money mm-hmm. and the fucking with all these women. You know what I'm saying? I had to mm-hmm. learn that shit through me failing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. like, damn, all the time, granddad was the nigga to be like. <laughs> right. But you, you know, know I, so, I, I, I want to touch, touch on something that you said, but I was going a different direction. I thought you was going down my street when you said um, hiding, right? Now, okay. for, for for my family, for my parents, that's all I, I could, you know, attest to. For my parents, what bothered me was, I think that, I think that my parents, okay, I think that my mom wanted to divorce my dad for whatever reason, right? Okay. But, she believed I was gonna come down that road with you, Freaky V. Like you I was said, coming right down they, there behind you, bro. They were in the church, so they had to, or they felt compelled to uh, abide by that to death do us part bullshit. Right. And then they uh, had to endure or put on this front for other people. Now, even my cousin and I had a conversation, I'm talking recently now, and my cousin is a year older than me. They were under the impression that my mom and my dad were the model successful relationship because of the front that they put on for family members and the church. You understand? And my cousin Mm -hmm. was like, I thought, that, you know, she was like, even to a certain point, she envied me and my parents because we were able to put on this facade. Now, I was happy with my parents. Were they, whether they were happy with each other, that was a total different story. But they were good parents to me. You know, they afforded me a lifestyle that some of my, like my cousin couldn't have. Like my cousin grew up in the projects and they moved all the time. Every year they were in a different house or whatever. You know, they couldn't travel. They couldn't go nowhere unless my dad and mom decided, hey, we're going to fund this whole vacation for these family members. Y'all just come on. Don't worry about shit. I'm going to pay for the room and pay for the the, the whole t- the, everything. You know, you ain't got to worry about no food. Just Just come. You know, my dad and mom was that type of people. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you're on the outside looking in, you think, oh, this shit is lovely. Like, damn, right. I want this shit or whatever, or whatever. But it wasn't until we got older and started seeing, well, wait, if y'all so motherfucking happy and shit, why the fuck y'all sleep in a separate room? If y'all so lovey-dovey, mm-hmm. 
And, and my daddy would say, oh, this is my wife is. No, my mom would say when she would introduce my dad, when he would go preach somewhere. Uh, oh, this is the love of my life. And he's the uh, he's the peach of my cobbler. I'm the I'm the mm-hmm. pecans to his ice cream. That shit sounded all good and shit. You understand? But when they got in the car, they wouldn't even speak. When they would get mm-hmm. home, he would go one way, she would go hers. You know, mm-hmm. or whatever. So not that it was hey. I don't wanna picture I don't wanna paint it that it was just so bad, but it just wasn't what they put on to be because they wanted to appear to we were happy because this is what the church said we supposed to be, or this is what you know, we don't believe in divorce or whatever, but they were genuinely unhappy, I think, after a certain period of time. You know, so I think that that piggybacking off of what you said, Hollywood. That, I think, has a lot to do with why I can't, I have a problem with a traditional marriage because I didn't have an example of a healthy relationship. You understand? Right. Like, yeah, none, understand. None, of, none of my aunts and uncles been married to the same nigga their entire life or whatever. Or if they were, they beat each other. They done been to jail. They done had police activity at their damn house. Like, they are, I, I have no examples of a healthy monogamous relationship. You and that shit crazy that it's crazy that you said it because that's my only example of of that. Mm-hmm. But it's just that that shit when it when it worked like that that shit is 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 magic. But I besides them, I have no other examples mm-hmm. of a healthy long marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just that that shit stand out because that shit it it worked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When it work, it work. Right. right. Yeah. Correct. I mean, like for me, I, I piggybacking on what uh, Freaky V was saying, I was going down that same avenue as well. Like I grew up with my grandpa and my grandma. Um, those were the 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 staples in my life for the early stages of my life, and <clears throat> I think um, growing up. One through probably eight, nine years old are some of the most vital um, times <clears throat> in a kid's life because you are adapting to what you see. And mm-hmm. those ideologies are what you're pretty much going to base your life off, whether you believe it or not. Like if you see a dude who grew up with grandpa and granddad and I mean, grandma and granddad and grandma always. Uh, made granddaddy plate and made sure granddaddy he used that's usually the type of woman that he's looking for you know mm-hmm. what I mean so that's all he know that's all he know and he feel <laughs> like that's how a woman's supposed to treat him mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. for me growing up my grandma and granddad uh, my granddaddy worked my grandma did she stopped working by the time I came along she was the um, provider of the house she made sure the house and shit was taken care of but I'm with Freaky V with the I don't think my grandma and granddad were, I think the way they was raised, marriage was the be all end all. Mm-hmm. Like once you marry a motherfucker, like that's what it is. And I think that um, I don't even think they put a facade on. I just think that the motherfuckers just ain't give a fuck, bro. Like um, <laughs> it is what it is. Like my grandma was not affectionate, which trickled mm-hmm. over into my mom not being affectionate. Mm-hmm. My granddaddy wasn't affectionate. So um I think that spawned off into a whole 
generation, like my uncle, now sitting looking back at it, now we, as I'm going through my mind, like I, my grand, my uncles were never in healthy relationships, physical relationships and abusive relationships and cheating so, relationships and shit Let me like ask that. you a question. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that you, when, when you were married, do you think that you decided based on what you know now, did you, did, did the, uh, how would they say, did the chains break with those generational curses, curses. for a lack of a better word? Yeah. Did that stop with you or do you um, think- do you think you were affectionate? Did you say, I'm not going to do this. My wife's going to be fucking sick of me being on her motherfucking ass all the time or whatever level um, of affection that you showed? Early on in the beginning, I'm, I'm like Hollywood said, early on in the beginning, no, I was I was in line with the curse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my separation from my wife what really made me get to the point to where I had to, and I say this all the time, I had to do self self evaluation of myself, and um, I had to figure out, and and it's hard sometimes to look in the mirror, and hold yourself accountable for shit that you did wrong, and also trying to see your partner's point of view, where they come from, you know what I mean? And like for me and my wife, she was so much younger than me, and me not really knowing, and that's why I I say that you should do your due diligence when it comes down to picking a significant other because you got to do your background check and you got to know where they come from. Only way you understand them is to know where they come. See, I didn't understand her. I didn't know that she had father issues. Mm-hmm. And when I met her, I was older, so she looked at me as a father figure, but my mind wasn't there. You know what I mean? I was 25, 26 years old. I was just having fun. I wasn't knowing that the shit that I was doing was affecting her and molding her into the person that she eventually became. So mm-hmm. for me, all the negative shit that I was doing, and Hollywood can attest to this, I was doing a lot of wild shit, it altered who she was as a person and who she is now. And just like with my kids, I'm very affectionate with my kids. Mm-hmm. I hugged them and kissed them and tell them I love them and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But that's because I grew up without a father as well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I never wanted my kids to Go through what I went through, going to the mm-hmm. basketball. Like Hollywood said, he go to recitals for for his daughters and shit like that. I was basket. I played basketball and I was real good at it, real real good at it. But I never had family members come to my fucking games. Mm. So you go to all of your kids' shit. You you'll call off work if need be to be there. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, that nigga called me the other day and he was at a game. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. for me, like, my kids don't understand, but they had this thing at their school called Daddy and Donuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> to them, it's nothing. You know what I mean? And and I should tell my wife at the time, like, man, let me know when the Daddy and Donuts shit come because I want to go. Even if I'm only there mm-hmm. for five, six minutes and I, I got to mm-hmm. call my job, say, hey, I'm going to be in a little bit late. But that's shit that I want to do. And Mm-hmm. They don't know they they daddy grew up without a daddy and shit like that. Like they mind ain't matured to that level yet. So mm-hmm. I'm very adamant about it, and they don't even know why I'm adamant about it. I'm like, yeah. bro, what you ashamed? Like sometimes I see myself going off, and I'm like, bro, what you ashamed of me or some shit? Like fuck, you don't want me to go to daddy and do us for? Nah, it's it's, like, nah, it's a daddy. good thing though. It is. 
That's a good thing. Like, bro, smother they motherfucking they don't, they don't know what they, they don't know what we miss, bro. They don't yeah. know what we miss, and that's a good thing. So, and then I kind of, I kind of find myself going off, and they were like, "Nah, daddy, ain't that? It's just I, it, it wasn't that important to me. I, I didn't think about it because they so used to me being at everything. Well, they so used to me doing everything right. with them that that's the shit that I cherish, though. You know what I mean? And that goes back to my childhood. And I, and I say this all the time. Childhood traumas become adult problems. Mm-hmm. I overly love my two boys because of me not having a father there. And my only father figure was my older brother. And he was selling drugs. So he went to jail <laughs> when I was in the sixth grade. And I didn't right. see my brother again until I was coming out of, I had done graduated in my first year of college. And then I got mm-hmm. another brother who was always in and out my sister so i really never had that nigga that could sit you down and be like bro this is what you supposed to do or this is how a man supposed to conduct yourself all that shit was trial and error what i thought was right talking with you guys was absolutely wrong like being nonchalant freaky v you she done came in hollywood no my wife to say i'm nonchalant all the time i thought mm-hmm. me not expressing myself and chilling was the cool thing to do mm-hmm. but it wasn't it was a a bad uh trait that I learned. I learned mm-hmm. a lot of bad shit. Like Hollywood said, you go looking for certain shit and you learn the wrong shit from the wrong people. And I'm definitely a victim of that shit. I'm mm-hmm. definitely a hundred percent victim of that shit. A hundred percent. We need to we need to talk about in, in a future podcast about how to break generational curses. Some kind of way we gotta put that shit together. I think this shit is super important, you know that you continue to overload your voice. I can sum it up right now. It's about accountability. It's being looking in that mirror and being honest with yourself about your flaws, your strengths, and your weaknesses, bro. You know fucked up shit that you do. Like when niggas go cheat on that girl, they know that shit fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of niggas have that pity ride home. Niggas be like, damn, man. What not, 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 not necessarily, though, bro. The, okay, way these, the, the, the way the niggas who, who really raised us made mm-hmm. that shit, you know, made it look, we didn't think it, 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 as that shit as, as, as wrong or, or something like that. We thought that shit was the right thing to do. That's why we did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We didn't necessarily think, know how 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 damaging that shit could, could be to, to, to our women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what led to us doing what the fuck we did and, and over and over repeatedly. Mm-hmm. But, but I think, again, I think go you, ahead. Throw, you throw out accountability because you've done it, and it's it it's, it seems easy now, right? Because it's a you could be you could you could hold yourself you would beat your own ass up before anybody could say anything to you. If I'm mm-hmm. talking to you, you'd be like, "Fifty B, I think I fucked up. I did this, mm-hmm. this, that, and the third, or whatever." You know, and I'm like, "Damn, don't don't be so hard on yourself, or whatever." You know, so you got that accountability shit down pat. We all, all three of us do at this particular point, you know, but not everybody has the capability of holding themselves accountable, bro. It, it's, it's some crazy shit. Like, like you say, to, to, to be able to be like, yo, like what the but fuck that's am the I only doing way. here? It's the only I mean, way but- now. But I mean, it's, it's, the only way. it's not easy for people to do that. Well, see, a, a perfect example, the pandemic. The mm-hmm. reason why motherfuckers had a problem with staying home 
is because they had to deal with themselves. You understand? Mm -hmm. People go out, you know, to say, you know, okay, well, I'm spending money. I got money and, you know, I'm hanging with my friends. We could go to this restaurant. We could travel here. We could do this, do that. It It totally deflects who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So when during the pandemic, a lot of people were forced to mm-hmm. deal with just them and see really how fucked up you actually are as a person. You mm-hmm. know, and that's why some I agree. people have a problem with staying home because you can't you can't really even deal with themselves. That's why you hear people Man. fussing and fighting about, oh, I need to go to the club. I need to go to this restaurant. I, I got to go to this bar. I'm tired of sitting home. For the people mm-hmm. that had already had accountability and the dealt with that shit, we ain't give a fuck. We was like, really? Oh, this is this is some nice shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get an opportunity to really value and appreciate the home that I'm paying for. You know, because we work so hard and we dealing with ourselves and shit like that. Like, we really, we appreciate that shit. So you throw out that term accountability loosely, bro. Dumb, it's a lot of no, motherfuckers no, out here. Well, 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 I'm sorry if I'm throwing it out loosely, but the only way that you're going to ever become a man is or, or 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 a strong woman is to be accountable for the actions. Don't try to make your don't try to make excuses for shit that you did. If you did it, you did it. Mm-hmm. If you said it, you said it. But I what, what I've realized is some people have a problem saying they sorry or they wrong. Like, mm-hmm. it's just easy to say. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. People have problems with that shit, bro. Bro, I ain't never saying I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, as you get older, bro, and you get to start to see how the world really reacts and how it moves, bro, life ain't as hard as people make it out to be. It's just that, you know, you have to be able to maneuver and you're going to be put in uncomfortable situations. Like, that's a part of growth. And I say that a lot too, bro. Like, growth entitles being uncomfortable. And a lot of people don't like to be uncomfortable. A lot of people like to be able to blame the reason why their situation is the way it is because of another motherfucker. Like, sometimes it is. But sometimes it's not. Like, if every year you have to find yourself finding new friends, then it ain't the friend. It's Bruh. you. You know, we, <laughs> you know talk about this. we talk about this all the time, right? <laughs> so when I, when I meet new guys or whatever, right? Uh... You know, in, in, in the in the dating process, I always ask, you know, if you say, OK, well, I, I'm, I don't have a girlfriend. I used to have a girlfriend or I'm divorced. My question to you is, uh, what do you think you could have done different in your relationship to save your marriage or save your relationship? If the nigga say, hey, I could have helped around the house more or he took accountability. I'm going to fuck with that nigga. If the nigga say, man, that bitch wasn't shit, man, that motherfucker ain't never do shit. Or whatever. She ain't cook, she ain't clean, she ain't do not a motherfucking thing. Whatever. That's the nigga that ain't had had no accountability moment. He ain't had no come to Jesus moment to say, you know what? Damn. I I, could have did something better. You know, she used to ask me, have to ask me three or four times to take out the motherfucking trash. And I ain't used to do that shit. I sit there and watch football or whatever and shit like that. You understand? Like it, those you know the easiest. You, know. mm-hmm. you you know the easiest thing you can do in a relationship with your significant other, bro. It's just ask why. Why? Okay. 
if you feel this, because we learned this in grammar school. Every action has a reaction. Every cause has an effect. If your girl acting a certain type of way, it's because of something. A lot of motherfuckers just don't act no certain type of way just out of the blue. They're reacting off something that's happened. So that's if you're able to... Somebody changed. He changed. Something happened changed. That, right. that, that, that upset your girl or something happened that made your man feel a certain type of way. And mm-hmm. instead he's saying, hey, babe, what's wrong? Let's talk about it. And mm-hmm. listening to understand what they're saying, not just listening to hear it, it'll Listen. help your relationship because uh-huh. you learn how to maneuver around certain... And freaking if you could... We go through this all the time. Freaky V will call me with some wild shit. And what I always tell you, Freaky V, are you calling me for me to listen or are you calling for me to respond? Right. And she'll be like, nah, nigga, I'm calling because I want your opinion. Or sometimes she just call an event. And I have a lot of friend girls that do shit like that. They call and be, they have their issues. And I'll be like, okay, are you calling for me to respond or you just want me to hear what you're saying? Because sometimes that's all it is, bro. Like, your girl can have a rough day at work, bro. She just want to vent out. Or your man might just have a rough day at work. He might be, he just want to let that shit out. He don't want you to respond or try to fix it or nothing. It's just, I could come home and talk to you about some shit. And that comes down to that being your partner's best friend type shit. That's why when we had that, that conversation and we was talking about a, um, a work husband and a work wife, while I was adamant about, no, 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 no. I don't want you to have no, men- you can't have a mental connect. That's one of my pet peeves. I don't want my girl having no tight mental connection with no other man. If you got a problem, let's sit and let's talk about it. And if we can't figure it out, let's go see a counselor that's neutral. And that's something I want to talk about in another podcast as well, about taking your taking your problems to your friends with their negative ass views, bro. Because them motherfuckers can put some salty shit in your brain, bro, and have you off the rail doing something crazy. But you know, it's, that's that's a difficult that's a difficult topic. It's a good topic, but it's difficult because if you don't have if all you have in your circle is yes men or so to say, that it's like, yeah, girl, fuck him. You need to leave him. That's really not your friend. If your friend you got a friend when your friend come and say, You was wrong, bitch. You wrong. You <laughs> wrong, bitch. You fucked up on this one. I can't have your back. And that's what I respect about Hollywood. So, dog, it's been times that I done called Hollywood about shit. And he'll be like, bro, you wrong about that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I'd be like, okay, well, tell me. Because I'm a wide person. Well, Hollywood, why you feel that way? he will be like, okay, bro, well, da 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 da. And he make me see shit from a different aspect. That's a you real thing, bro. Uh, uh, so, for me. Got, for our audience, if your friends. Always have your back. That's not your motherfucking friend. I don't care how much y'all get along. It's going to be something that y'all got to disagree on that y'all don't see eye to eye with or whatever. They just can't be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do that shit or whatever. No, that's not your All you got to know. Or you got to make sure that the person that you're giving, you taking advice from is coming from a sound place. Like if your friend is the girl or the dude that's always, man, fuck them bitches, man. You don't need no bitch for nothing. Da, da, da. If that's your friend, mm-hmm. you might want to go find somebody else that's going to give you wait. some, wait, some wait, real wait. reasonable... For, for clarity, clarity, I give really good advice. But I do be on I do be on fuck them niggas bullshit. I'm serious. But I don't know why people come to me for advice. It, I floor me Me sometimes. neither. <laughs> me neither. 
asking what the fuck they come to you for advice for neither. But man, we about to get up out of here with man, cause um shit, I I, I know Hollywood sent somewhere in somebody a uh, parking lot with a pistol on his hip. Um, you know it. it I got it on me. <laughs> you you in Central parking lot, bro? Hey, let them come for you, dog. Hey, 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 before we hey, yeah, I am in Central parking lot. Stop giving up my vacation. Hey, hey, bro. Be, hey, before we go, I don't know no. if you seen it. Potential trade. Deshaun Watson for tour. I had heard that. Okay. What you think? What you think? Um, uh, my honest opinion. Deshaun um, Watson. Tua. What do you have to give up to get Deshaun Watson? Do you just give up this year's third round pick and tour? Or do you have to give up first round pick and some future draft picks? I gotta do my research, bro. But I mean, um, I give up some shit. I give up some shit to get Watson. I mean, he uh, he's a top five quarterback. So, um, well, what the fuck? Let's interject. Wait a minute. Why the fuck are y'all at this point wanting to trade? First of all, let's be honest. I've <laughs> never. That's, that's, that's our main problem. <laughs> okay, that I'm upset. Let the record reflect. I've been said that shit. Did I not infamous? I did a whole motherfucking thread that y'all shouldn't have picked to ask to begin with. But oh, y'all were so young. Who would we pick? Who would we pick instead of Tua? I don't know who the fuck, but goddamn it, that wasn't a motherfucker y'all should have went with. Everybody knew that shit. Y'all not really. Everybody didn't know that. Because before the injury, you would have been number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he would have been the first pick in the draft. But he was injured. This my thing with Tua, bro. And and, and, and Hollywood, no, I, I say this about all them Alabama niggas, dog. Them niggas be around so many other talented motherfuckers, bro. It's, it's when you take the motherfucker yeah. who's really talented like that, in my personal right. opinion. I think that's why right. the only motherfucker that really work out from Alabama beat them wide receivers. Now, in the offensive lineman. I agree now, with you on that. That's a heavy statement you just made. So, their, ta- their team is so talented. You don't really know who the fuck would go. <laughs> right. So, so for me, um, I didn't really see nothing. And Hollywood can attest, I never seen nothing from Tua that made me think that Tua was that guy. Now, I'm rolling with Tua because he's a Dolphin. But I think if you put enough talent around Tua, I think he'll be all right. I, my personal opinion is I think this is the first offseason that he's going to be able to actually get stronger because the the previous years were recovery and trying to get muscles back together and shit like that. So I think with a full offseason, and if you load him up with talent, he he could be Ryan Tannehill, bro. He could be Ryan nigga, Tannehill. If you, nigga, nigga, talk about this fucking trade, though. You giving, you giving him up for Watson, right? Yeah, no doubt. Automatic. Automatic. Automatically. No doubt. I mean, we. I mean, it ain't even much a, a, a thought in my mind. But if you get Watson, but but if you get Watson, who are you putting over? Because we don't have no receivers, bro. We we don't have talent on offense. That's the problem. We have absolutely I get him, no talent. I get him to a, I get them to. I get them to a, in that that late first round pick. Eighteen and and go get D Smith out of Alabama again. Here we go to Alabama. Alabama. Me and you had this conversation. I take the dude out of see. LSU, bro. The receiver. You you take. That's what, bro. Just Again. because he, he's a he's a bigger body, dog. That dude from um 
Devontae Smith, dog. He, he kind of frail, bro. I mean, I, I'm not even going off his size. I just don't see what everybody else see. Like, I don't see dynamic in him, bro. Like, I mean, he look – I mean, okay, he won the Heisman, but okay. I mean, <laughs> I just don't – with none of them niggas, bro. Like, I don't see none of that shit with none of them niggas, bro. Offensive lineman, D-line, safety, cornerback. Bro, I don't see none of that shit with none of them niggas, bro. I, but that's just me. Now, we got the third – man, listen. If it's me, I say that I'm going to get an offensive lineman out of Oregon and make um, uh, the Bengals, which who need a left tackle. I throw the bait out there and have them come up to the third pick and get some more picks for next year, drop get down to the fifth picks. pick, and right. then get and whoever, I, bro. And like, then I trade to it and, and that, that, that late first-round pick. Yep. Or I can, yeah, I can get them my next my cause shit, you got two twos, two ones this year. You can levy up and let Cleek, cause dog, they need that left tackle in Cincinnati to protect Jeff uh the boy Joe Burrow. They need him. Mm-hmm. So if you can get their first round picks next year, I give Cleveland, I mean I give uh Cincinnati first round pick, uh and and a, a second round pick this year to them for that trade of Watson, bro. And that way you still picking at five. That way if you still want to get whichever one of the receivers you want, you still can get them, and you still can load up on talent. Okay, now, now with those though. moves, before we get out of there, because I know we're running late, but with those mm-hmm. moves, can we compete with mm-hmm. the Bills and the NFC East? The AFC East, my, my bad. I'm going to tell you why I don't think we're going to c- compete with them, bro. I don't think D- – uh, I don't think exactly when we, when we have When we had the best quarterback in the, in the division? Yeah, but you need a whole you you need you have a, you need a team, and that's what Infamous is saying is lacking with the Dolphins. Correct? You need I a think team. Offensive side, we'll get Watson and a whole bunch of picks though. As long as you can load up that offense with some talent, bro. See, and then the Dolphins got so much money and free agencies, you can go get some young, um, that's talented. That's what I'm uh, saying. So, um, if I'm them, bro, I mean, I, I, I gotta make Josh, that move. Yes, I don't think Josh Allen is that much better than uh, Watson. Um, I just think he got talent. I don't talent think he's better than Watson. I think Watson got him, dog. I, I agree with you. You know what? I agree with you. I think Watson is better than Josh Allen. So if it's able, if you could pull it off, I would. I mean, that that's definitely what I do. I call Cincinnati and say, "Hey, man, how bad you want this this left tackle?" Any any you young, know, you're gonna have him. For, you're gonna have him for ten years, bro. You give us your first. Brown pick next year, we'll give you our 18th pick in the in the fucking um and our uh first round pick the year after that. You package that shit up and give because basically you giving the Titans um the Texans they draft picks back. All right. you did was swapped out draft picks. So for me, that's what I do. I go get Watson, um, couple that shit up with Cleveland. I I mean not Cleveland, uh, Cincinnati. I drop out a third, go down to five, and get I. Some old picks. I Right. Get some more picks, and I give uh two of the fucking um two of the uh, Houston. Houston, Houston, yeah, and get Watson, and then you load up on offense, bro, and because I think we got the coach in place, we got the and defense Houston in be, place, and Houston gonna be garbage as hell for the for the for the rest of eternity. Cause cause Watson trying to Watson trying to leave, and JJ Watts trying to get up out of there. So yeah, that's what I would do. Okay, cool. And that way you still have draft capital for next year if you want to move around. And then once you get, uh, if you were to get uh, Deshaun Watson, you know how many 
players going to want to come play in Florida, no state tax, and have a chance to play with uh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Black, black, black quarterback, black, black head coach, black GM. Black GM, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's what I would do, though. Freaky V, I'd just blow the whole 49ers organization up. Uh... That, I'm, I'm going to be bullshit. Boy, y'all but, talking real hold, shit this year, boy. The Dolphins hold on, hold on, hold on. got back on the All board. bullshit in the side, though, Freaky V. If I was the 49ers, I'd go get Deshaun Watson. They need a quarterback. If y'all go get Deshaun Watson, Freaky V, y'all might go to the Super Bowl, bro. He would fit that offense to a T. With all that running and shit y'all got, that, 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 that uh, zone blocking scheme y'all got going on, if y'all boys went on and got Deshaun Watson... It'll be a problem over there for the uh, NFC, bro. With the receivers and shit that he already got over there, with Kittles at tight end, that zone better, blocking scheme. They better get their bread together and let's stop fucking around. He already and, been and paid, though. No, no, he already been paid. They paid him last year. Who? Oh, this who? Deshaun Watson. Who? Houston done paid him already. No, no, no. I'm talking about 49ers better get on their shit. Let's stop fucking around. We had a bad, we had a fucked up year. Not a bad year, a fucked up year. You know what I'm but saying? But that's why I'm like, saying you don't have to. You yeah, don't have the, to pay him because he's already paid. The 49ers still married to Garoppolo though, bro. They got to. They got to draft the quarterback. Up out of here, bro. They had to draft the quarterback, bro. <laughs> nah, you gonna have to pay him out. He got some. He got guaranteed money. Oh yeah, they did just pay him. That's true. I mean, too. I mean, but when you have to keep him on the roster, draft the young um quarterback, and you good. But bro, you, I mean, mm-mm. they gotta draft somebody, bro. They gotta get somebody out of the draft. That's the only way. Well, well, shit. I mean, if that's the case, Hollywood, how how you feel about Fields out of oh out of Ohio State? Oh, oh. I, I think he an option, Justin Fields. I think he an option. If you put enough talent around him, I think he could work, especially with uh Kyle Shanahan and it, and and what he doing on offense. It, it could work. But he ain't gonna be there. Oh, hold on. When, what, what draft pick the 49ers draft in? Because they were horrible this year. Freaky V, where y'all draft that? <laughs> I know y'all in the top 10. Huh? Yeah, y'all got to be drafted in the top 10, right? Oh, absolutely. But we don't get, uh, I don't think we get one or two. I thought we was third. Let me see. Mm. Let me look at right we, now before uh, we. It, uh, I thought Cincinnati get Bengals uh, first. No, no, no. The Bengals got last year. It's gonna be the uh the Jacksonville Jaguars and then the Jets and then the Dolphins and then I forgot who after the Dolphins and then the fifth pick. The Falcons, be. Cincinnati number five, you got Philadelphia number six, Detroit number seven, Carolina eight, Shit. uh Denver at number nine, Cowboys number two. Dad, damn, I fought y'all back. We way back. <laughs> Cow, the Giants well, yeah. number Y'all, y'all number twelve. Y'all number, y'all number twelve. Yeah. You know we fucked but up. Nah, they ain't had, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, y'all, y'all number twelve. He'll be, he, he should be gone by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey man, you gotta do some willing and dealing, goddamn it. Mm-hmm. You gotta do some willing and dealing, bro. But Hollywood, that's my view on it. I mean, what should you say? What I say, Hollywood? What do you think the Dolphins should do with the number three pick in the draft? I think they should. Uh, Trade it and accumulate more picks. Trade okay. Yeah, because you know the only thing they're going to do is, is get a fucking uh, tackle or some shit like that. I think you can get you that later on in the tackle. draft. 
Dog, if they stay the, I don't even think they're gonna get a receiver, bro. I think they're gonna get that tackle, that tackle out of uh, Oregon, who uh, he set out this year. I think that's where they're going. If they don't trade oh, back, man, I'd be so hurt. I mean, but 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 that tackle don't even much fit. What I mean, you need a right tackle. They're gonna do the opposite of. Nah, he 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 a left tackle. He ta- he uh he was a tackle when on uh, they had uh what's the guy who playing it uh for the Chargers now? Herbert. Yeah, he he was his uh left tackle. And he was excellent. If I'm the Dolphins, listen, this is what I do. If you if you believe in Tua and you think Tua is that guy, then I go get the nigga uh Devontae Smith. The eighteenth pick, I go get the nigga Waddle. Two receivers that he's familiar with. You you put that there, and you go get that nigga Travis Etienne out of uh out of Clemson. Cause I'm not sold on the nigga Harris, uh Najee Harris, I think that's his name, out of Alabama. He he reminds me so much of um uh uh Travis, uh not Travis, uh what's the dude from Tennessee uh, that uh they call him King uh King Henry. What what, what nigga name in Hollywood? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry. But see, Derek. What people don't remember about Derrick Henry is the Titans was about to get rid of Derrick Henry until they got that offensive line together. They got I was just going to say you got to have a, a all time offensive line in order in order to make that running game work like that. That's why I think you should get the dude, um, uh, uh, Travis Etienne, bro. You can line him up in that's the why, slot. That's why Ryan Tannehill look like a god right now. Yeah, yeah. So, I man, listen. I I I load the offense up, bro. If you believe two of what it is, then go get him the talent and let him make make believers out of his doubters, bro. Spend I'm not a fan of him, but I'm gonna roll with him. Hmm. I say spend the whole entire draft on the offense. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, shit, that was our sports talk for this podcast. Um, Hollywood, I'm thinking about man, you. How about you, man? You dropping a a, a little twenty thirty minute podcast talking about sports, hurricanes, and uh, the Dolphins, me, me and you, we 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 yeah, can sponsor and off. I can week. drop it on our page. We, I, wait, I, we I don't anyway. want my input because I'm a Dolphin hater. That's fine. No, because cool you be. It. I I no, ain't even offended. I'm not even. No, your ass be at work when we when we record the podcast. What are you talking about? That's the you work from. Do. You work from two to goddamn eleven at night. Hey, bro, stop talking on my business out in the street, motherfucker. Oh, I ain't see where you. Stalker gonna Bro, be waiting I ain't on say what strip club you work at. I just say you work from two to eleven. Working and looking in the damn parking lot and shit for me. Shit. Bro, I never told nobody what strip club you work at. I just told them that you work from two to eleven. <laughs> he keeps it. He keep you. <laughs> I ain't tell nobody what strip club you do bouncing at. I just told them that you work oh, from I'm strip club. Oh my god, damn. I'm not even a strip club. He need his ass kicked. Kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, but Hollywood man, we're gonna talk about it off air, man. We probably do like 20, 30 minutes. We'll just talk about hurricanes because uh they had a couple of changes to their coaching staff. Man, we do that shit anyway, bro. Just record it and, and do it as you know as you please. We do that shit All right, anyway. I mean, so. so these nuts sports channel. So yeah, we I mean we will we'll come up with something. But uh I'm gonna go do some uh grown man shit, man. I appreciate y'all on this podcast and uh as I said, the end of each and every podcast, we the most imperfect, perfect podcast on social media. We social media's best kept secret. I am infamous. I'm Freaky B. Your boy Hollywood. And we out. Yep. Yep.